Welcome to the Vulnerable Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Almeida. Each week, we'll share the inspiring story of someone who has faced their share of vulnerability and been able to find success and fulfillment. We hope all our stories will help you find the strength within yourself to live the life you want and find success of your own. Rod Laver said, The time your game is most vulnerable is when you're ahead. Never let up. This is episode 20 of the Vulnerable Podcast with Mark Brazil. His childhood was great. He had amazing and supportive parents and never really experienced anything out of the norm. School would tell him that he wasn't the smartest kid, and at one point he was even tested for ADD. He knew deep down inside that he was intelligent, but just didn't know how to apply it. In his teen years, he began to realize that life won't just happen for you. After not being put on the player watch list for the local soccer club in his senior year of high school, he realized hard work was necessary for getting the results you wanted. This would present itself again when he pledged for his fraternity in college. Moving forward, accountability and hard work became his key focuses to start producing the results he wanted. In his 20s, he took a lead certification course simply to prove to himself that he could do something he knew nothing about. Now he considers himself a lifelong learner and entrepreneur who is passionate about inspiring and motivating others through stories. He's the co-founder of Iconic, a high-quality canvas art company using their art and stories to inspire, and this week they're releasing their own podcast called Blank Canvas. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get vulnerable with Mark Brazil. Hey Mark, thank you for coming on the Vulnerable Podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I know you're a busy guy and so I appreciate you taking the time to come on. Um, My connection with you on Instagram has been huge for me. It's helped me think of things a lot differently and look at my own life a lot differently. So again, just appreciate you in general and appreciate you coming on. I appreciate those words, man. Uh, Still to this day, anytime anybody says that each and every person, it means more than anything. And words like that is what keeps me going. So I appreciate you, man. Thanks. Thanks. So the first question I like to ask all my guests is what is your definition of vulnerability? Um, I would say it's just uh, being your true authentic self and, um, Yeah, I would just say it's being your true authentic self. And for me, um, I probably started being more vulnerable about two years ago when uh, I hired a 20-year-old kid who uh, immediately, his first day upon working with us, he started seeing who we had access to. And uh, on the first week of the job, he came to us to meet Gary Vaynerchuk, who's now our partner. And uh, it was him that kind of pushed us to start filming our lives. And we had a, a web series for about a year and a half. And that was kind of where I really started just, for lack of better terms, really not giving a fuck and just kind of telling everybody really what it, really what it is and exposing my weaknesses and my failures. And I've seen uh, just sharing my failures has inspired so many people, people like you. So um, yeah, I think it's just being your true authentic self and you know, ultimately not, not really caring what other people think and just sharing you know, what's really going on in your life. That's, that's, that's what I think. Oh, every definition is different. And then that's sort of the point of this is, is to have every, have everybody that listens look at things in a different way and they might relate to your definition or somebody else's. And, but I, I appreciate them all. So, and I, I actually really enjoy the fact that they're all different because if everybody's is the same, this would be really, really boring. So what would you say, um, thinking back, what would you say is like your earliest memory of facing some sort of vulnerability or struggle in your life? Um, I would say for me, um, you know, growing up, I really didn't have much hardship. I was super blessed, uh, 
I had a great mom and dad. My sister's a year older than me. Uh, she did well in school. She was a big soccer player, as was I. Um, I, I really wouldn't say, I always look back, you know, to my childhood through going up to college. My one defining moment was when, um, you know, being a pretty decorated soccer, uh, pretty decorated player on the club scene for soccer, uh, I was going into my senior year, I wasn't put on a player to watch list. And there was people that were in every other, you know, list, league and team that were below me, they were, they were put on that list and I wasn't. So that was for me just a really big moment in my life where I was like, wow, uh, I got to get my shit together and, you know, not be a guy that was wasted talent. Because up until then, uh, I really don't think I put in the work that was needed to get the results that I wanted. So I would say that was a big moment for me. Um, and then when I pledged my fraternity my sophomore year in college, um, I thought I was a tough guy. And then I learned I wasn't a tough guy. <laughs> and um, that was a really big moment for me where um, I really learned uh, a second time in my life really about accountability and working hard. And if you work hard, what the results are at the end and how it can affect your life. So I would say um, just soccer and my fraternity were my two big early moments in my life. So in terms of the, the soccer one, like what would you say you did to overcome that? Like, was it just working harder simply or was it, was there more that more to it um, that sort of brought you to that realization and then got you to sort of, you know, like you said, get to where you wanted to be in, in, in sort of in soccer. It was just working harder, man. I think the problem, uh, the solution to every problem in life is just working harder and just putting in the work. People don't want to put the work in. I mean, I was never a runner and, um, I remember for college soccer, they had something called the Cooper test. And one of the elements of it, there was all different elements. There was speed, agility, flexibility. Uh, and one of them was, you know, you had to run two miles in 12 minutes. And for me, I wasn't a big runner. And I remember that day, it was literally, I was sitting at the kitchen table. I had my normal breakfast. I had a bagel with five scrambled eggs with my mom. I was reading the Newsday. And starting that day, I ran every single day there was not one day i missed of running and i just put in the work it was really that simple and it, it was i remember so many moments that, you know i remember to this day um by one of my girlfriend's houses uh joni cleaver there was a taco bell and all my buddies at the end of the night when we would be drunk we would go and we'd eat taco bell and i definitively remember that summer it would be 1 30 in the morning two o'clock in the morning my friends would be there and i would be running and they would see me running like a psycho. All of my friends can tell you, they all remember that. Uh, one of my good friends, Eric Gandhi, uh, to this day, we still laugh about that. So it was really just putting in the work. Um, I, I really think that it's just believing in yourself and putting in the work is the solution to everything. So it was just putting in the work. Awesome. And I, I, I mean, for me, I, I can't say I have anything exactly like that, but I'm definitely seeing that in my life right now in terms of just like, you know, if you don't put in the work, you don't get the results. This podcast is a great example because, you know, when I started it, um, you know, I thought, you know, oh, it doesn't look too hard, and, but there's a lot more to it than you would think. And so I've learned sort of the, the hard way recently that you have to put in a lot of work for the things that you want. And this is something that I, I'm trying to get going and trying to grow. And um, so a, a great lesson there. So what new strength did you discover in yourself? To me, it sounds like resilience might be something that comes out, but uh, I'll let you sort of speak to that. Like what, what new strength did you discover from, you know, deciding, you know, putting that work, going running when nobody else was, or, you know, maybe most people were sleeping. And in fact, um, what would you say you, you discovered? Uh, belief. I mean, it, it's really, uh, I think that everything is an inside job. You have to believe in yourself before anybody else does. And for me, 
you know, it's, it's funny. I, I put in my Instagram story last night, um, you know, ask me questions because a lot of people DM me business questions. And one of the questions was about self doubt. And for me, man, I don't have any self doubt. I'm so confident because I put in the work there, there's, I'm very self-aware. I do fewer things really good. And I have this belief that, you know, there's certain pockets in business that, you know, if I need to structure a deal, um, you know, if I need to go meet somebody and, and figure out how to optimize the relationship, if I need to go sell something, if I need to, to figure out, you know, all, there's all of these little things in, in biz dev, marketing, sales, relationship, networking, that I've been in this situation so many times and I read all of these books and I study when other people are not studying that it's just, it's just a belief. And I think that um, when you put in the hard work, then you're going to have no self doubt and you're going to, you're going to believe and people feel and see the belief. It's borderline cocky. It's very confident because and I'm confident because I do this. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, for me, I always say that, you know, a lot of people get, you know, uh, they're doing speaking engagements and they're up on panels with Q and A's. And like, I laugh at the people that like, they need to prepare. Uh, what do you need to prepare for? If you're running a business and we're asking business questions, you're going to ask me questions and I'm going to have the answers because it's what I'm doing. So I think it's just, uh, it's just doing it has given me uh, belief and, and all the hard work. It's just all about believing. And I can't stress to you enough that, believing in yourself and the energy and being confident is infectious and it just it, that's how you get victories is my team knows that i'm supremely confident i'm confident in myself and i think that it creates confidence for themselves as well so belief is, is a big one no definitely and one thing that i also heard you throw in there was about self-awareness and that has been a continuous subject that's come up i mean i've done i think i've pre-recorded about 30 episodes now and and i would say there's maybe like five where somebody hasn't said that um but for the most part the majority of them everybody talks about self-awareness and and i guess that sort of ties in with having belief in yourself and it's something i i won't lie i've been struggling with in my own life recently and and you know coming from where i came from i was in sales for 17 years I, you know my wife who i'm married to now when i was in college thought i was a cocky dude and there was a lot of confidence, but I think a lot of shifts in my life over the last few years have not necessarily um, uh, dampered it or whatever, you, however you want to put it, but it's just, you know, I think I'm coming into a new place in my life and I'm trying to find my, my way there and, and get that confidence and everything that I once had back to where it was before. And, and what you said there definitely makes a lot of sense is that if you believe in yourself and then other people will start to as well, rather than thinking of it the other way around, which is, you know, if I put this content out there. If I do this or if I do that, are people going to believe it? Are people going to care rather than worrying so much about that? Just put it out there and you'll find the people that will. So, um, that was, that was big for me to be completely honest because it's been something I've been struggling with a lot recently. And for clarity, uh, my confidence and self belief lies in very few categories in life. I'm only good at a couple things, my man. There's a lot of things that there's a fourth grader that's better than me at, you know, I don't, I don't even know the difference between there, there, and there, and then, and then. Uh, I do the captions on Instagram. There's a lot of misspellings. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things that I'm terrible at. So um, I think that uh, belief um, and confidence is aligned with self-awareness. Um, so just know what you're good at and just invest all your time and energy into that.
No, definitely. And there's something that, again, something I'm hearing a lot about from people that I've been speaking to and reaching out to is getting that clarity. And uh, I think I need to spend like a weekend or something just sitting down and being more clear about what I want moving forward, because I've been, uh, you know, a few years ago, I lost my job and I've sort of been all over the place trying to figure out what's next and where to go. And um, so I think it's just a matter of really getting that clarity and, and then moving forward with it. So um, you know, one thing that uh, that I sort of wanted to touch on, if it's okay, is when we when one of the first times that I remember sort of engaging with some of your content and really sort of, um, I guess, relating to you was you you'd done this post uh, where you put up a picture of your report card um, and, and sort of said, you know, like, look, here's my report card. I wasn't like the top student. Even you're talking about it right now in terms of, you know, grammar and this and that. Um, and so, you know, like for me, would you say that that had an effect on you taking the like getting because you said it's only been in the last couple of years that you've sort of come into your own and everything like that so would you say that those things that like the schools and the report cards and that do would you say that that had an effect on it taking that time for you to get there or was it other things like I'm just curious um I've been late with everything man uh you know I was late with soccer uh I was late with self-education I was late with winning uh, I'm 34 years old. I'm still single. I'm going to be late with a wife and kids. Um, I, my, me and my family always joke about it. I'm late to the game, but I always win the game. Right? Um, so for me, um, yeah, I, I mean, for me, it was more about kind of, you know, inner work and figuring myself out. It, it got to a point where when I was younger, um, I don't know how, but I got tested for ADD uh, and for some crazy I don't know how I, I would I would get around the tests and in, in taking those tests I took an IQ test and I know you know I, I have a an high IQ so I knew I was intelligent but I always did poor in school so for me it was more in my early 20s it was more of a challenge to myself like kind of the same thing with soccer like I'm supposed to be good but I didn't make the list and I'm supposed to be smart but I did terrible in school and then that's why I took this uh, certification called uh, Leadership and Energy Environmental Design. It was LEED certified. I took it when I was 21 or 22 years old. I knew nothing about the test. It was about uh, irrigation systems and environmentally friendly practices. I know nothing about that shit. So I was like, hey, I know nothing about this. You know, am I smart? Can I do this? And I failed a couple of times, but I did pass it eventually. So um, doing poorly in school, um, I think, was more... Uh, it was more of an eye opener for me to challenge myself and to, am I really intelligent? Am I not? And I also think uh, ironically enough, um, it kind of just like plays into the story as well. It's so crazy, man. We have a podcast as well. We've had about 25 guests and the craziest thing, man, the craziest shit is almost everybody did shitty in school of the 25, I would say 23. I would literally say maybe a couple of college degrees. It's crazy. Uh, so I said the 25, 23 of them did terrible in school. And every single one of them, everyone came from max middle class or upper middle class. Actually, Jeff of every single person came from the most affluent background. And he, he ended up having a crazy family situation where he actually ended up losing it all and getting it back. But um, yeah, man, it's crazy. I just think it just it just plays into the story. But you know, ultimately, it uh, it was an eye opener for me and challenging myself. I think everything is about challenging yourself. It's a you versus you game. It's an internal mindset game. And me doing poorly in school just opened myself self up to uh, further discovering 
my true highest form of intellect and intelligence. So that's my answer. No. And again, it's, it's something that I've seen a lot recently too, where your education and stuff like that doesn't necessarily define like how successful you're going to be or where you're going to end up in life. And I think it's an important thing for our listeners to hear. And then that's why I sort of brought it up because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are thinking about, you know, should I go to university or I went to university and it didn't really do anything for me. I'm one of those people. I spent a few years in college getting a, a business diploma and I, I can't really say that much of it has helped me at this point in my life, especially, you know, where I'm finally deciding to go, you know, in the, in the 17 years I spent in sales. Um, yeah, sure. Maybe it helped me a bit there, but now I don't even know if sales is what I want to do with my life. I spent a lot of years chasing money and titles and stuff like that. And, and, and I'm now coming to the realization that a lot of that stuff doesn't even matter in the, in the grand scheme of things. I mean, sure, we all need money and we all want to pay our bills and we all want to have things. But at the end of the day, if you're not sort of aligned with what's really important in life, I don't feel like any of that stuff can even come. Or if it does, it's going to fix anything that's really wrong, if, if that makes sense. Everything comes with a grain of salt, but for your, for your listeners, I would say there's a 96% chance if you're listening, don't go to school. <laughs> we, we, we live in a, a skills economy, not a job economy, not a resume economy. Um, it's mind-blowing, man. I just went to Missouri, and we brought along uh, a secondary film guy. He's 24 years old. He's $170,000 in debt from school. Oh, wow. Like, what the fuck are you doing, man? You're a video guy. And how are you going to pay that off? <laughs> go, go on YouTube and Google yeah. and buy a camera. You can buy the best camera in the whole game for $5,000 and sit in front of YouTube for 60 days. It'd probably be better than wasting all that money and going to school for four years. That shit yeah. blew my mind, man. I don't know if I could curse, but wow. That shit no, no, that's, it's totally fine. And, and I mean, that blows my mind too, because I've never heard that much money unless you're maybe becoming a doctor or a lawyer, in which case you'll probably pay it back in a few years after you get into your career. But, and oh, that's really for like, me. $45,000 a year or something. It was like the most prestigious private school in California. I was like, I don't know. That's, yeah, but again, like I said, that's, for me, the, I, I'm sort of the same belief. Unless you want to become, like I said, a lawyer or a doctor or something where you have to have the education because there's no way around it. You can't become a doctor without, you know, going to school for it. Um, I'm in the same belief as you where it's like, because I think at the end of the day, a lot of us just go to school or go to university because, uh, you know, how society works. You know, you go to high school and, and towards the end of high school, they sit you down and they say, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? How the hell am I supposed to know that at, a, at 16, 17 years old? And then you sort of come up with a guess and they send you off to university. And then a lot of people finish their three, four years and they're like, I don't know what to do now. And then they go get a job and half the time it's not even aligned with what they did in school. So I'm, I'm completely on board with, with what you said there. Again, like I said, unless you're going to specialize very specifically. So, um, so definitely uh, something I would get people to think about, especially after hearing what you just said about 170,000, like that's, that's a down payment on a house. Yeah. <laughs> At least here in Toronto. I don't know about in, in LA where you are, but that's a, that's, that's a, an enormous amount of money. <laughs> It's something. I pray for you, Nick. If you ever listen to this episode, sorry, Nick, but yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Uh, so, so everything that you've sort of shared so far, uh, you know, like from the the soccer, from school, from everything that just sort of culminated to where you're getting at, where you're at now. How would you say all of it helped you get to where you're at now with with the iconic business, with your personal brand, with everything? Just learning, man. Um, I think uh, I'm a, I'm a lifelong learner, uh, and in every single you know, big boss that I've met, they're all lifelong learners, man. It's, it's, a, it's a passion for, for being curious and figuring out ways to solve problems and to, to hone your skills. 
Um, and usually, like I said before, it's honing uh, less skills, but being world-class in those skills. Um, and it's crazy, man. It's the guys that um, sometimes it's disguised and you don't think so, but for the most part, internally, they have little to no ego and then they're just spending their whole entire life learning. I mean, every single one of my failures has been a direct derivative of, uh, every single one of my successes has been a direct derivative of past failures and just learning from those failures and actually experience it, experiencing it and going through it and just seeing where I made the mistakes and just not making those same mistakes again. That's why school is stupid because you're not experiencing it. You're reading a book and taking a test. It's the dumbest shit ever. Um, <laughs> you got to just start early and just get out there. So um, yeah, man, it's all about learning and, and all of those failures. Um, I also think about my failures probably more than most, maybe an unhealthy amount. Um, and I think about them and it just inspires me to, uh, I still have a chip on my shoulder to, still to prove people wrong and then to prove the people that do believe in me. Right. So, um, it's just learning. Yeah. For, for everybody out there, I think that's the most important thing that, you know, for me, Every single day, I'm learning an insane amount every single day. I mean, oh. every single day, there's in the background, I'm watching a YouTube video. Uh, I'm listening to a podcast. Um, I mean, I'm talking to, talking to my team. I'm talking to my business partner. I mean, I'm even learning when I'm going on dates with women. It's like, these are like business meetings with these women that I go out <laughs> with. So, um, just constantly learning. No, and, and I, I, I agree. I mean, in the last few months, I've started listening to a lot more podcasts than I ever have. Um, and I have learned a lot more than I ever did in school, for sure. And even just reading, uh, you know, because the books that you read in school, it's usually created, you know, by some teacher or something. They, you know, it's the same book every year after year and you do some sort of study on it and so on and so forth. But now as an adult, you know, I you obviously choose your own books. And in the last few months, I've read a lot of books on, you know, happiness, on um, you know, just how your, your brain works. I, I read one, I think it was called Buddha's brain, which you would think was about Buddhism, but it was more just about the whole, how your actual brain works and the thoughts of, you know, negative thoughts going into your head and how, you know, stress can affect other parts of your body. And it was just sort of really, uh, mind blowing to me because I didn't realize that that thing up there is as powerful as it is until you really start to learn more about it. So I agree with you and you say how important, uh, learning is and that you have to continue learning as as you go on one thing that you did sort of allude to quickly there was you talked about ego um and you talked about how the people i guess that you've interviewed from what it sounded like you know sort of don't have an ego was is that something that you would say it's important to maybe recognize when your ego is taking too much control or you know um i don't know if you get if you if you understand what i'm getting at but i just know that i've heard a lot about this through other podcasts and everything that the ego is a very it can be good and it can be bad but it depends on how you use it yeah, I mean, I, I think sometimes ego gets confused with uh, confidence or if you're loud and, and you're brash. Um, you know, I, I'm referring to uh, a guy named Andy Frisella, who's CEO of First Form. I was just in Missouri with him. I mean, I think about guys like Andy Frisella and Gary who have, uh, I have very similar speaking styles to them, posting styles to them. I engage similar to them. I'm loud and I'm confident, as are they. But underneath it, we all have the same DNA where we think we suck. We think that, you know, internally I'm, I'm batting a two out of 10 
attend being my highest, most efficient, most powerful form of myself. I need to constantly get better. Um, and I need to know that if I don't continuously get better, then I'm going to get crushed and I'm going to lose. And it's, it's really people. That's a question that I always ask. It's one of the greatest questions that I ask all successful people and every successful person loves it. I go, how do I fuck this up? I'm sitting with Andy in Missouri. I go, Andy, how do I fuck this up, man? How do I fuck up my life? And his answer actually was, you take your, you take your eyes off the prize. He's like, you just, you know, you, you, you get lazier, you don't focus, you stop working hard. Um, and that kind of coincides with ego. So I think, you know, I, I've watched, you know, entrepreneurs go up and then go down. And I would say that ego and focus is the main reason why they fail. Um, and I think ego goes hand in hand with focus and focus is simply, um, in relation to business, just seeing what the market tells you and adapting accordingly. Like I, I've been saying for a year and a half, two years, you know, our company's mission is to inspire and motivate through storytelling. We're not necessarily an art company. If the whole entire art market washes up, we're not going to sell art anymore because yeah. I'm not an idiot because I don't have an ego and I'm, and I'm focused on the mission at hand and I want to win. So I would say uh, ego and focus go hand in hand. And I think uh, a sense of humility and, and people are very confused with who has an ego and who doesn't. It's really, really funny. Sometimes it's the quiet ones that actually have the ego. That's what I've realized in life. So that's my two cents on it. No, and, and that's, it's really interesting what you said there when you said about like how, you know, the people that would look at somebody like you or Gary Vee or any, any of these people that we from the, you know, following them on social, we look at them as like super successful and everything, got everything going for them and, you know, life's perfect for them. And then you're saying to me on the, on the inside or on, on your side of things, it's not necessarily like that. And that's pretty eye opening for me because like I said, I'm one of those people, I'm not going to lie and say that I haven't followed people like yourself and other people thinking you know, you're much further ahead than I am. And, and am I ever going to get there or whatever? And then yet on the inside, you're saying to yourself, I only feel like I'm two out of 10 rather than 10 out of 10. And so that's, uh, that's interesting. I'm a one out of 10, man. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I mean, I've been following you in the way that things that you've shared and stuff. I'm pretty sure you're uh, a little bit higher than that. And at least in my opinion, thank um, you, man. That, that means a lot. So would you say that at this point in your life with your business, with everything you got going on, would you say that you found success and fulfillment in your life or would you say that you're still on a, on a journey towards it? Uh, I think I'm always on a journey uh, with discovering myself and becoming more successful. Um, we're actually in the process right now of really defining our mission and our, and our one, three and 10 year goals. But uh, there's a lot more work to be done. I love what I do. I would definitely say uh, I'm fulfilled. Um, I do what I want with who I want, when I want. Uh, every single day I'm excited to wake up. I'm happy. I'm healthy. I love my family. So I would say I'm, I'm fulfilled. But from a success standpoint, I'm a very ambitious guy. Uh, my business partner is very ambitious as well. We're nowhere close to, to, to finishing the job. So... Fulfilled, yes. Success, nowhere where I, where I need to be. 
No, awesome. Uh, and yeah. like, it's, it's, and, and I find it interesting again, you know, having a few, uh, having about 30 podcasts recorded again, every person has a different way of looking at that. And I think you're the first one that's sort of broken them up and said yes to one and no to the other, either people bunch them together and say no to everything, or they say yes to everything. So that's a, an interesting way to look at it, that you can have fulfillment in your life without being successful. Uh, reminds me of a friend of mine who sort of says uh, happiness equals success, not the other way around. Cause a lot of people I think are confused and think that, you know, when you have the success and the money and the stature and all that, that you're going to be happy, but it's not necessarily true. That is a problem that I've had my whole entire life that I'm actually proud of myself. I've actually, the last probably four to six months, um, I've completely resolved the problem. Um, I used to be this guy, like, I'm not going to be happy until I get here. I'm not going to be happy until I sell the company. I'm not going to be happy until this and that. Fuck that, man. I'm very happy. I'm very happy right now. I love my life. So um, I think living in the moment and enjoying the journey uh, is a very huge huge thing that a lot of uh super uh ambitious entrepreneurs have a problem with it's a problem that i had my whole entire life um there's obviously always another level but if you keep waiting until you get to that next next and next level until you're quote unquote happy you're gonna live a fucking miserable life like i used to literally just say no to everything like no i'm not going out like no i'm not going on this trip like Last night I went out on a Thursday and I drank alcohol. I very rarely do that, but it's my buddy that I've known for 15 years. He's in a little bit of a rut. He, he knew me when I was in a rut. I spoke to him last week and I wanted to be there for him. Last night we got drunk. I, we literally talked about his business for five hours and I was a good friend, just like he would be a good friend to me. And I think that I gave him really good sound advice and he's going to be a better person, a better, better businessman today moving forward. That makes me feel good. So. Um, yeah, I have a pretty rigid life, but I've learned to sometimes do things that maybe are outside of that of that structure because you fucking live once. So live your best life. It, it, I was almost waiting to see if you said that because the the interesting part is the podcast that I recorded just before this was with a gentleman who created an app called We Croak that uh, you basically it sends you five quotes about death every day so that there's a constant reminder. And so when you said you only live once and it's about not being so rigid, it was like, wow, could I not like have had two people come on today that sort of, you know, came to the same philosophy about life. I mean, his is obviously a little bit different considering the app that he created, but it's, I couldn't agree more with what you said is, you know, I even said to my dad recently who is about to retire this year, he's always wanted to buy a Cadillac and he's, you know, humming and hawing about it. And I'm like, just do it. Like you've always wanted a Cadillac, go buy a Cadillac. Who cares? Like you have the money, go buy it. You know, and he's like, and I told him, I said, you can always make more money, but you can't make more time. And he goes, well, you're 30 years old. You can say that it's easy. You got a lot more life. And I said, you don't know that. I said, I could be gone next week. I could be gone next month. Nobody knows when they're going to go. So you can't just limit yourself because you think you don't have this amount of time or you don't have this amount of money. Like do the things you want to do. And I understand that, you know, Cadillac isn't the end all be all, but if it's something you've thought about since you were a kid and you're at a point in your life where you can, you know, afford to do have those luxuries, then, then in my opinion, go do it. Yeah, for everybody listening, just go fucking do it, man. Hundred percent. So I'm down to the last couple of questions here. Um, yep. This this next one, basically, you know, uh, there's a lot of takeaways from this episode already. I mean, we've only been on this uh, call for about thirty odd minutes or so, and you've given a ton of lessons that people can take if they were to sit and listen to it and take notes. 
but I like to give people three key takeaways from uh, the, the guest journey that they can then apply to their own life and their own struggles and things that they're going through. So if you could give our listeners three key takeaways um, to take away from this, that'd be great. Three takeaways. First takeaway, it's all in your head. You got to win inside before you win on the outside. Second thing, work hard. You can't win unless you work hard. Somebody tells you otherwise, they came from a rich family or won the lottery, they're full of shit. Um, and then the third thing is watch what and who you consume, uh, who you surround yourself with, who you listen to, what Instagram accounts you follow. Um, I can't even tell you how many people in my life, I just cut them the fuck out of my life. Like I had a buddy that I am, I'm, I'm documenting my, my journey um, of just getting in better shape and caring about health and fitness. And he put an LOL on one of my stories because I documented it. I blocked him. I'll never talk to him ever again. You're dead to me. I don't care about you. You're going to laugh because I am, tr- I am inspiring people to go get better. You're going to laugh at me. You're a fucking joke, dude. Go fuck yourself. Um, so yeah, be very weary of what you listen to and who you surround yourself. I actually think that is the most important of the three because those people will affect number two, how hard you'll work. And number one, what you're thinking inside your head. So be very weary with, uh, with who and what you consume. Uh, I couldn't agree more at the beginning of, I think it was or halfway through last year. I, I honestly wasn't on Instagram till probably like midway through 2018. I just never saw a need for it. And then when I got on there originally, it was like, just follow, follow, follow. And I had all these, you know, different pages and this and that. And a lot of it was, you know, the, the meme pages and the, this and that for a good laugh or whatever. And then I realized I'm like, A, I'm spending way too much time on here and B, nothing that I'm doing on here or following on here is doing anything for me. And so I literally just went through like my, who I'm following. I deleted a bunch of accounts and now I just focus on more of the people like yourself. Um, you know, Lewis Howes is a guy that I follow pretty pretty consistently and and he's been uh, his podcast has been helpful your podcast is it out yet just because i do want to listen to it um but i haven't been able to find it and next and week I, okay there you go so that, next that's, week for people I, listening we're gonna fuck the whole game on that. <laughs> it's one that i'm waiting game. for it's one that i'm waiting for i'm also waiting i don't know um i guess you can see me on camera here but there's a big blank wall behind me and uh, i'm 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 looking to order the uh, struggle what is it you guys have one that um on your site Strength and struggle. Success is in the struggle. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I I, I want to put that on that wall behind me because it's basically the, it's, it's basically the the subtitle of my podcast. And so um, I will be ordering it soon and and get it over there. And I was hoping to have it on before you came on, but uh, that didn't happen. So, but uh, definitely want to want to get that because there's that big blank space and that one will help. Um, Yeah. So again, last thing, not so much a question, but I like to give everybody who's coming on and you sort of just did it, but do it again if you want. Um, I like to give everybody an opportunity to sort of promote what they're up to, what's going on, what they've got coming up. So the floor is yours. Go ahead. Uh, I would follow Iconic, I-K-O-N-I-C-K on all channels. Um, My Instagram is Mark Brazil, Mark with a K, Brazil with a Z. My business partner, best artist in the world, Cole, C-O-L-E. I'd follow him. And then I would, uh, my last thing would be revolved around bucket number three. For anybody listening, what I would do is I would unfollow a ton of people and I would mute a ton of people. If you're going to take one thing away from this, guys, unfollow all the losers, all the bad energy and mute the people. If you don't want to unfollow them, just mute them. 
And I can tell you right now, that'll be big. I mean, you got to unfollow people in real life and on the internet if you want to win. So that's my last piece of advice. Awesome, man. Well, again, thanks for coming on. Uh, I appreciate it. And I appreciate, like I said, following you and, and everything that you're, you're sharing online and everything that you shared here today. And, um, you know, one day if I ever make it out to LA, which I hopefully will, I, I, I hope that I can reach out and we can actually meet in person. Cause like I said, you've made a, a major shift in my life. I started following you cause a friend of mine, um, I don't know if you, uh, Swish Goswami, he was part of the, uh, dunk channel on Instagram for a while. Yeah. And he, he, uh, he's posted on a story. I don't even know when it was probably like a couple of years ago. Um, and was like, or I guess not a couple of years ago cause I haven't had Instagram that long, but nonetheless he posted, he's like, follow these guys. I started following your company page then I found you. And, and like I said, it's been a, a game changer for me already. And I know as I continue to follow you and I can I continue to work on myself, it's, it's just going to help me with making those changes and shifts that I need to make to get to where I want to be. So appreciate you, man. That means the world, man. <clears throat> Enjoy your weekend. And uh, yeah, man, nice meeting you. We'll talk soon. All right. Take care. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Vulnerable Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps get the word out and means more than you know. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at vulnerable.podcast or on Facebook and LinkedIn by searching Vulnerable Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at the B-E-L-M-E-D-A, that's the B-E-A-L-M-E-I-D-A, or by searching my name on Facebook and LinkedIn. If you know anyone with a great story of going from struggle to success, please let me know as I would love to interview them for the show. I appreciate you taking the time to listen and see you next week.